Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Sorry for this hiatus once again. Um, yeah, life has hit once again. As but, always. Right, but we're back. Um, welcome to another episode of In Good Company, Confidence Unlocked. I'm 1080. I'm Jenny's. And today we'll be talking about letting go of toxic relationships. Um, this is definitely one that we've been trying to put together for months yep. now since definitely back in 2019 but in all honesty i think again my teens are definitely gonna laugh because i'm talking about divine timing um yeah. you know that's one of my favorite words but i just feel like the timing of doing it right now is actually the best time and we're in the best place in our lives um to speak on something like this so i'm gonna go ahead and throw out Basically, the first question, this is going to be more of a conversational base between, you know, the two of us. But so the first one is like, what signs have you seen of like toxic relationships, whether it be familial, friendships, romantic work, et cetera? Like what kind of signs have you noticed? And then I'll jump in from there. As far as. Well, I'm going to I mean, I can only talk from my experience. Um, I feel like when you are in a relationship and the beginning is um, very rocky um, and there's just so much you have to overcome at the very mm. beginning of a relationship. You know, just like the first few months, like I think that's a really big sign for your, you going into a toxic relationship. Um, we it's like to throw point. out, yeah, we like to throw out um, red flags, eh? mm-hmm. <laughs> dumb red flags. Um, and as much as you try to ignore them, like my case, you end up seven years later in the in the situation where I'm blessed because I say I went through what I went through, took the lessons and healed and whatever. But I mean, we put ourselves in positions where we know, me personally, I knew these red these red flags and I ignored them. Yep, I agree. Um, and I think so. Since you kind of started with romance, we can hit that one first. And if you're cool with that, let's just hit mm-hmm. them topic by topic. Um, so with romantic ones, I definitely agree that the beginning stages of any relationship are a real tell-all sign on how things are gonna go eventually. Like if in a month y'all already arguing, disagreeing on things, or you know whatever mm-hmm. the case is, there is possibility a possibility that it's gonna turn into or already is a toxic relationship and even with that i think there's different levels of toxicity when it comes to relationships because no relationship is perfect um i've been with my husband for going on 11 years and you know on the outside i know but uh it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. like a lot of people on the outside looking in are like oh you know you guys are great he's great things are great but the struggles that we've had to overcome in these 11 years to get to this place where we're happy we're parents where you know we function it wasn't so easy and a part of it was really just getting into relationships young i think that that's a big factor as well when maturity isn't there um you go through a little bit more hurdles Mm -hmm. but i feel like sometimes if you really meet and know what real love is or you know what that feeling is and for me the best way i explain it to people from my experience and my perspective is like when you know that no matter what wrong gets done you can't see yourself without that person like yo i'm telling you like i could get angry with this man and i'm pretty sure him with well i know him with me but my thing is, at the end of the day, when we really think about it, we sit down, we throw out these pros and cons lists. There's never a time that those cons outweigh the pros. Mm-hmm. And secondly, we also know 
that there's nobody else that we would want to be like. And his mom actually said something to me years ago. And she said, if we left everyone that we were with because they had a flaw, we wouldn't be with nobody. Mm-hmm. And that one really hit me. It struck a few chords back in the day when she said it. Because I'm like, damn, like, it's true. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've already come to know and understand and love this soul. My thing is, is like, I know his potential. And I know he'll get there when he wants to. And, we, you know, I've had to wait some time. But it was all worth the struggle. And even him with me. I had to do a lot of soul searching and finally get to a place where I was in love with myself. Because one of my biggest things with that was I think I put all this love and emphasis on our relationship when I should have really been doing it for myself. And people, and I'm sorry to jump in. No, 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 you're good. Um, And one of the things that um, I'm currently on is that self-love journey. And it's, listen, you cannot love another person until you love yourself. Um, and like I say a lot, I'm one of those people that look, um, at T's, you know, marriage, but I can tell you one thing is, um, getting to know, like we've become very, very much like family, getting Mm -hmm. to know both belly and T. I know T way more than I know belly, of course, like, you know, that's my best friend. He's yeah, Yeah, of course. And you know, I'm getting to know him little by little, but you know, the, the work that they put in. But if you don't love yourself and mm-hmm. that other person does not know what self-love is, listen, you can't love each other. That's just not going to work. And there's nothing wrong with it. Because I don't feel like, one, I think a lot of it is generational. Mm-hmm. Our parents didn't really teach us mm-hmm. how to love. And, mm-hmm. and that's just period. Like, you know, yourself is one thing, but they just didn't teach us how to love. And I say that in the sense that, I don't know how to word this without... I don't know how to, like, really word it. Okay. Well, I can give you an example Yeah, of, go ahead and say something. Now, let me I see can if I give can you it. an example of what, you know, just recently with my oldest who's... Shout out to my baby boy who's about to be 13 on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the oh, other day yeah, we had... this week. That is this week. <laughs> um, he just had a conversation with me, and I've been very um, honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very open and honest with Jomar. This is his second major breakup. He doesn't remember his father's breakup because he was very young. Um, but he remembers his stepfather, which is the one that I, were, that I just got out of. And he says something around the lines like, Mom, this is normal. Like, you know, you going from partner to partner. And that hurt me. And I said, Jomar, there is nothing normal about what I have done as an adult, as a mm-hmm. parent. Um, and I don't want you to think that this is normal. And I think it goes to hand in hand with what T just said about the generational stuff like we weren't taught these things Mm -hmm. my mom did not have a conversation with me about you know the potentiality of her moving on with a different man like it was like they stuck together no matter what and Mm -hmm. it was very toxic and that's how they stayed or you know i had other friends you know parents who would move from relationship to really that is not normal and i you know i had to explain to him and say jomar you know i had to move on because of for safety and then because of my self-worth and who you guys represent in my right. life, like I had to represent our family and make initiative and take that role and say, no, we need to move, you know, remove this person for ourselves and to move on. Right. But, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's a mess. I, I don't think, I think you did sum that up though. Like, I don't think I can really put that else, mm-hmm. like put it else any other way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
as far as that, but like it's a generational thing, and it's not really their fault. Mm-mm. Like it's one of those things that like I'm not trying to say yo go and really confront your parents and be like oh but you didn't <laughs> teach me how to. It's not that. It's just once you're made aware mm-hmm. of an issue or a problem, whether that be self, environmental, social, mm-hmm. whatever the case is. What you do after you're aware of that, that is a complete reflection of who you are. When yes. you know you have issues, whether it be trust issues, communication issues, once you're made aware of those issues and you choose not to correct them, it's a complete reflection of who you are as a person. There's a lot of people in my life who have been toxic. So now we can move on from romantic to like friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, friendships. Familial is different. Yeah, we'll start with friendships. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of people in my life who have been toxic in the sense that as a friend, I was always, the scale was always uneven in the sense of what I put out and what I received. And I've always, um, it's funny, a, a little segment from my book, it reads, you know, like, giving love has always been the reason for some of my soul's darkest nights. And and it's true because I just, I always give and give and give and give. And like for me to ever just have somebody to just call up and be like, yo, I'm going through something. That never happened. That was mm-hmm. like only one person, and I don't even consider her a friend anymore, is mm-hmm. Brianna when I was growing up. like, And that was in high school. Mm-hmm. When I was young, I never had no friends. And I would listen to my friends' problems, family's problems, listen and you know, give advice and stuff like that. But nobody ever took the time to be like, yo, T, you see mom. And as I've matured and I've grown up and I've respected myself in a way that I now expect other people to respect me, it's been easier to sort through the toxic Mm -hmm. people who are not really there for me. Janice, perfect example. She knows when I'm off. Like, it could be over the phone. It could be in person. In person, Mm -hmm. forget about it. In person, she knows without no issues. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, it's like, what the hell's wrong with you? You came in here, y'all all. Like, I'm talking about within seconds of seeing me. She's like, yo, T, what's up? So that to me is, you know, I will her into my life. I feel like, I feel like when we, cause we talked about, I think we talked about on a recent episode how, you know, we were cool for mm-hmm. a little, like we knew each other, we would see each other but at we work, close, close, but we yeah. weren't close. Like I feel like we both had things to deal mm-hmm. and sort through before we were able to really get to this place of really supporting each other. Like she said, we're more family than we are friends now. Mm -hmm. Like my family done adopted her. I'm cool with her family. Like we're family now, but we have to be very aware of the people we keep around. And my grandmother always said, you are the company you keep. And Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I would always, uh, this is again, I was immature. I'd be, oh, no, no, that's not true. Just because my friends do it, don't mean that. that, that." And Mm -hmm. she'd be like, "Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Thanedi, because you know everything. That's her favorite line, because you know everything. Because you're so smart, because you've already lived life. Like I keep telling you, you are the company you keep. And it's Mm -hmm. true. You can only entertain people who reflect something of you. Mm -hmm. As deep as that may be for some people, and some people overlook it, it's like, ignorance can only live in the presence of ignorance. So if you're going to sit down and entertain ignorance, there's a part of you that's ignorant. And that is really what it comes down to. You have to understand that the people, like, I have friends that are just like, oh, you know, they always just want me to go out, or they just want me to do this, I don't have money. That's not a person for you. If they can't respect your boundaries or understand, yo, I'm struggling right now, Mm -hmm. instead of being like, let's go out or guilting you into going out, spending your last $20 that you could have you know, spent on groceries or, I don't know, a bill or something like that, 
why not be like, yo, let me grab a bottle, a wine, or something. I'll come to you. We yeah. watch movies. Like, that's what a real friend does. Mm-hmm. A toxic friend is going to guilt you into, into doing mm-hmm. what they want. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my spiel on friendships. I, I feel like there's different, definitely different levels. Um, before I let you go, Jenny, sorry, because I know I'm kind of going off on a rant mm-hmm. right now. One of the biggest things, too, because, again, where I say that there's levels, there's friends that are blatantly toxic, and then there's secretly toxic. No, I'm going to go into that one. Yes, the secretly toxic (laughs) is the ones, yeah, I definitely think you have a great example of a secretly toxic ones, but the most dangerous thing about the secretly toxic one is that they manipulate you to start weighing and viewing yourself differently, Mm -hmm. and that to me is one of the scariest things and like one of the ways that I combat that again because I'm aware of it right I've acknowledged and accepted my fault in a lot of these toxic relationships that I've been a part of I'm changing that for the next generation my kids will not know that I'm very clear on what friendships look like Mm -hmm. I exempt you know I'm an example of that like my kids know Janice they hear us talk on the phone we don't hide nothing we have conversations in front of them and they know it's nothing but positivity love and respect Mm -hmm. and one of the things for them is like I have to start with their worth one of the small simple things I do with them is I always call my son handsome I always call my daughter beautiful girl. Like, it's little key words like that that if you start programming that into your children, they're not going to seek out people who don't see them in the same light. Mm -hmm. Like, my kids will never be around somebody. Like, my son will be quick. Like, I don't like what you just said to me. I don't like how you said that to me. That wasn't nice. And even with me, he checks me on how to treat him. Belly will be like, Mom, that wasn't nice. And I would have to come off my high horse because, again, as as well as being a parent, I'm a human. Mm-hmm. And my son is a person, not just a child. Yeah. And I would have to be like, Papito, I'm sorry. But, you know, like I'm instilling in them these, these key traits that they have to carry to be able to maintain healthy relationships, relationships and boundaries. Like mm-hmm. boundaries is like... It needs to be a part of every child's vocabulary. If you have not taught your child about boundaries, you need to get on it. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll let you go. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Coming back to this. Um, as far as friendship, I'm more of... I'm reserved. Let's just say that. I am not a... I'm not, I'm very friendly. I'm mm-hmm. a receptionist. I have to be friendly. That's the role I play every day. Yeah. Um, but as far as my personal life, there is literally uh, not a lot of people that I consider friends. Um, I have a lot of acquaintances, you know, from high school that I drag into these years. Um, but friendships, friendships, I did have one that lasts, I would say like 12, 13 years. And, you know, it was good until I was woke. And I'm going to leave that there. When it's, when we say woke, it means um, not just because we weren't on the same page when it came to life. You know, I had, I had, you know, I had the person in my household, the man, I had the two kids. Not that. More like just woke because I wasn't on the same page. You know, the person was of a horoscope sign that was a difficult, like I feel like, and I'm not going to say what horoscope it is because we're going to get into spiel about that. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to come after me about that. <laughs> um, but it's just, in general, the person had a lot of trauma, a lot of healing to do. And because she wasn't able to do it, and even as much as I try to help her, you got to understand, when you're there and you're the point person that the person comes to for help, and you say and repeat and repeat and repeat yourself again and again, 
but the same shit outcome keeps happening. You get tired. It's, you get tired and it's like just, you know, you listen, but you don't want to say anything else. You've been saying it for so mm-hmm. long. I became that person. And one of the things that me and T always say is loyalty. Um, I'm really big on loyalty. Don't fucking come at me and lie to me straight in my face and make me act like a motherfucking FBI agent and throw facts and evidence at your face. You know what? A friendship is not about that. Like, when I have to go and do that amount of work to point, you know, make my point come up. Yeah. yeah. That's not worth it. Like, I went through this phase. And even last year, at the beginning of the year, I tried to fix it with this particular person. And you know what? One day I was like, fuck this shit. I said, no. It's mm-hmm. not worth it. I can't. And it wasn't even on no, like, beef thing, too. No, the we day were that cool. you had, yeah, yeah, the day that you had that we realization, had, y'all were fine. We were fine, yeah. She mm-hmm. had been coming over and whatever. And at that point, you know, I kind of sat back and I thought about it and I had a moment. I'm like, no. No, because I felt, I found myself going backwards. People, we don't go backwards. We only move forward. We in the present. We go right. in the future. That's it. And when I found myself going that in that particular way, I said, you know what? That's not what I want. What I dislike about the person, because we were we were sort of like family. She is my godson's, um, you know, she's no, the godmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but at that point, what pisses me off, and I say blankly like this, is that this how you know a person is not an adult, is that she's used... Our friendship, you know, the, the, the breakup of our friendship against my son. And that to me is like, you know what? You do what you got to do. Um, my son don't need you anyway. But at that point, you don't value the authority and what it means to me culturally to give you that position in my son's life. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of pushed him aside. And that's okay with me because my son got me and he, he got the people that I surround myself with. Yeah. He's good. But at the end of the day, it's just the, these friendships... Um, like I said, like T is now family, like friendships to me, I have to be invested in it. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not invested in it and I see that you're not on my page, then it's not worthy. Yep. And I, you didn't touch what I thought you were going to touch about that friendship. Um, but going off of what you just said, and I've said it before. No, 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 nope. Attached to that. I'll go there, but that is a component. But, um, off of what you were just saying, Damn, Johnny's man. I just was there in my mind. Um, Oh, investing in friendships. Like, my friendships are relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, people, I don't think people understand. Like, that's why it's so hard. Yeah, Yeah, it's so hard when you have, and I'm going to say genuine friendships. Mm -hmm. Because there's people that you just know, like she said, they're acquaintances. Not everybody deserves that friend Mm -hmm. title. Um, but like me again and Janice, we kind of match and we, Mm -hmm. we vibe on this. It's like a sense of loyalty, but there's also this commitment Mm -hmm. and dedication to each other that it's like, we're in a full blown relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And relationship doesn't mean fucking sexual and all that. It's Mm -hmm. just, you have to like all the qualities and the respect and the love and the attention. Of course, my husband and my family, as far as like my kids and shit, like, you know, they're first, Mm -hmm. But, like, there's people in my life that deserve the same or, like, that same energy because of what I gain from them and what I give to them. It's just a mutual support. Mm-hmm. Like, Janice goes through anything. She knows she can call me whenever. And the fact that she's so... My husband, super intuitive. 
has gotten along with Johnny's from jump. There's belly knows when he meets you mm-hmm. if you're cool or if you're not. But there's so every person belly's ever warned me about. And it's good intentions. I think that belly yes. thing is like you know he knows this, your intentions. Is this a good a good person for my wife and my family? Yes. Like for her to be very invested because T can get invested very quickly with somebody. Very true. You know when she wants to when she you know when she knows, when I care when like, you that's care the issue. yeah and she wants to know more about you. Um, but I feel like I think I'm on the same plate as when it comes to belly. Like I've learned to, and I tell T all the time, like, yo, I be at work, like, yo, this one's not gonna last. Yo, this one's definitely like I know when employees come in and they go for a job and to me, they get hired, like, yo, T, this one's not, not it. Like, right. and it always happens. Like, it's just, it's just bad. being intuitive. Yeah. You're just following the <laughs> yeah. intuition. Um, but going back to the the friendship and. What I thought you were going to touch on is friends who only want to be around when you're down. Yep. There is, oh my God, I don't know how many people I've met in my life who only feel, and not even just my friends, friends that are people that have been friends with, like my mom, Mm -hmm. my grandmother, like there's so many people out there who only want to be your friend when they feel like you are inferior to them or if they know that you're going down that's when they're invested Mm -hmm. oh you know how you doing what's that oh how do you feel but as soon as you doing good they mia they don't Mm want to talk they don't want to chill because the moment you start i don't want to say doing better than them but like you start maybe surpassing their goals or Mm -hmm. their limits or their dreams the moment you start yo they start to show their their true colors i i've gone through a point like he gave me a really, a really good, um, really good. I keep it in my journal um, letter for Christmas, and she said, you know, people doubted you. You know, you saw now you all the time. You man. gotta understand. Like I was by myself. I had just taken in my brother. I have two kids of my own. I was by myself. Like I. Like, I did this shit on my, I called to you, like, yo, T, I just did this. She was like, what, hold on, repeat that. When you go through this process, it's been six months now, and you, I look back, at that moment, I was like, fuck, how am I going to do this? And she said, you had so many doubters, Janice, you had so many doubters, and I was able to do, conquer so much more, and I don't say, like, I don't say a lot of things just because I don't like people's negative energy towards me, so T knows that there's a lot of stuff that I've conquered, um, that I don't like talking about because y'all don't need to know all that. Right. Um, but in the sense that... There's internal battles that we yeah. always go through, yeah. And in the in the sense that, you know, people don't understand that you don't need to tell people your next move. I see that shit on mm-hmm. social media all the time. No, you don't. Keep that shit to yourself. If you ain't got a person being a number one goal to you, don't, you know, people yeah. don't have the best intentions. Nope. And when I would, this particular friend, when I would tell her I'd be down, that's when she was invested, mm-hmm. invested. But when I started showing her, you know, I, I, I say a lot to T's grandma, Layla, she was like, nah, you don't say nothing of that. You say what you, you say that you owe all the good. positive And stuff, when I started yeah. saying all this positive stuff, and even though I was cracked out, like leaning down, crying, like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I'd be like, nah, I'm perfect. It's going great. Da, 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 da. And this person, yeah. No, I'm great now. But this person's completely MIA. Like when I tell you not even a Christmas call, nada, I'm telling you that the universe exposes them and also removes them. And listen, people. I've surpassed a lot. I've dealt a lot. And my doubters, y'all can sit back and relax because mm-hmm. I ain't done yet. And then, hell yeah, amen to mm-hmm. that. Amen to that. Because it's true. I, and I think 
just kind of going off of like your experience too um that was one of my biggest frustrations and where i as a friend felt so bad um and just push myself so hard to support you because, yo, like, even your family, mm-hmm. you have, like, some people that I'm just like, they did not just say that to you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, people, again, not everybody understands and knows because you, again, like you just said, you were very reserved mm-hmm. about the situation. You didn't really tell people mm-hmm. the real reason a lot of time, you know, which mm-hmm. I understood and I respected because, again, you know, you got to be very aware that this person's always going to be around. Mm-hmm. This person's the child of your, the father of your mm-hmm. child, like. You got to keep some limits of, or some yeah. things private so that people don't view this person or it doesn't cause issues. Yeah. I understood and I respected it, but people were going so hard. Like, mm-hmm. like you couldn't live without him. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? Like, even though, again, they don't know 100%, but it was, again, it just showcased to me the doubt that they seen in you. Like, pero Janice, like, you can't do, and how are you going to do this? And what do you, and I'm just like, are you fucking, and I'm like, Janice, because you're going to kick ass. Because you're strong as fuck. Because you love your kids. Cause you, mm-hmm. And I would just constantly refuel all that positivity mm-hmm. back into her. Because it was like everybody in her life for the most part, aside from her father and her brother, mm-hmm. as family-wise. Like her father and her brother have been there for her, supported her. But like there was other family members that and friends that were just draining mm-hmm. the shit out of her positivity. And even at the end, like... There would be days where she'd just be like, Tio, it's so hard, and I just keep thinking about this, and I would be quick to snap her ass right the fuck up out of it mm-hmm. because she was, she is better off without this person. But, yo, I'm telling you, people really show themselves and their true colors when they want to because mm-hmm. there was nothing but doubt and negativity that people were trying to pump into you when you made the decision to leave your ex. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. And even my family jumped on there. Yeah, my mom, my grandmother, they were all like, Janice, you got this. You're not by yourself. Mm-hmm. You got support. You got this. And, you know, again, real recognizes real. And real is always going to be real with real. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have people who aren't real, and that's another thing, too, is, like, people choose to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Which I understand, but y'all just ain't my people. Yeah. I can't entertain people who don't. Again, I put a post up about this, I'm pretty sure, multiple times. If your energy is inconsistent, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell. And it's funny because I tell my teens this too all the time. I tell them, I'm like, yo, the same tea y'all see in program is the same tea my family sees. It's the same tea my kids see. Mm-hmm. It's the same tea that's around my husband. Like, I don't, like, there's no switching. Like, there's no on and off switch yep. to my personality. The same way I feel in my personal life, I feel in my work life. Mm-hmm. I feel in my social life. Like, I'm very consistent with my energy. The same tea you get today is the same one you're going to get next week, next month, next mm-hmm. year, because that's who I am. I've altered things. I've, you know, gotten better at things. Yep. I've realized where I've fell short mm-hmm. um, for some friendships and relationships, and I take ownership of that, mm-hmm. but I know what I deserve, and I can't accept yeah. anything other than that anymore. Um, so now let's go to familial. We'll leave work for last. Damn, you can take that one over. Familial. This, I think, is the hardest one to conquer, mm-hmm. right? And I'll speak again like Johnny's said earlier from our experience i think it's also culturally the hardest one that we have to deal with romantic and familial i think go hand in hand because back in the day it's funny because not funny but 
just to connect it really quick, my great-grandmother, so my grandmother's mother, was badly abused by my great-grandfather. And I told, you know, I've heard these stories from a young age. I've always been very aware of, you know, Abuela Lucia and all these things. And I always asked Lela, I'm like, but what did her family say about it? Like, what did her mom say? Like, they all knew. And she was like, oh, well, you know, everybody knew. But it's like, you know, when you marry, that's your husband. And And I'm just like, are you kidding me? But that is where I say, like, it goes. And it was exactly. It's a cultural norm that it's like your relationship is your relationship. And Mm -hmm. even when things are not right, your family most times aren't going to put themselves in a predicament to be like, oh, you should leave. And I get it sometimes Mm because even my father has said to me, yo, stay out of people's relationships because Mm -hmm. as soon as they go wrong, you end up looking like Mm -hmm. the idiot because they still staying together. Yeah. Which is true. And I bite my tongue for a lot of relationships, but the people that I'm 100% with and I know that they respect me to respect what I'm saying, I'm 100% honest like Johnny's. Mm-hmm. But everybody else, you know, I'm going to let you do your one too, just for the simple fact that I'm just not going to invest my energy into it. If you're choosing to be around people like that, then go right ahead and you'll learn. I'll and be here, but... And that's something that I had to really... Um, so with my family in Puerto Rico... Um, they were one of the biggest ones saying, you know, do this, do that. I only had like one aunt who I would look that look at because she knew from the get go, like yeah. you know, she knew from the very beginning. I know she is intuitive as fuck. Um, but you know, they would be like, Oh, but you know, you've invested so much time. Do you really want to start over? That's the people, father this of is your not, son. People, like, this is not about starting over. You have to understand that you have to have self worth. Mm. When this man wanted mm, to man. leave you you can leave it's okay you know what i'm saying you right. have to have self-worth and if anything what i want to show my kids is you find a woman that has the values that your mother hasn't has yes. shown you you know like has demonstrated to you that i did not stay in something that was not worthy mm-hmm. of us as a family yeah. and mm-hmm. but you know i do see what t says culturally I can see, you know, and and I it was bad to like go into that and and in a difficult situation that I had to travel and have to hear that in the back and forth. Because mm-hmm. if you let that shit get to you, yeah, of course I would have been there. Yeah. And there was moments where I mean, and just be there was moments where you would just be like, "Yo, T, mm-hmm. like it's hitting me. I'm feeling it, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking this, and I miss this, and I would always have to just be like, and that's my thing though, like." I never judge Janice for what she went through. And that's another thing that I feel like if you're a real friend, when your friend is going through something, you don't shit on them. You're not talking shit about them. You're not disappointed. There's always, you know, during that whole situation, it was one of those things that for me, I understood her human nature, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you get used to costumbre, and that's just like your customs or like your routine. Mm -hmm. Routine, I think is a better word for Mm -hmm. costumbre. Um... You get stuck in those routines. So I understood as a human where Janice was coming from because I can only imagine if something happened to Belly or, you know, one of us just wasn't in each other. Yo, like, that's going to be a huge Mm -hmm. shock. Seven years, 11, that's a long time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, as her friend and someone who really cared, I never backed down and changed my position. My position was never like, well, okay, if you want to do that, then go right ahead. You should try. Talk to him. It was never that. It was Janice. You know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. And I never backed down. And I know there was times where, and it's funny because she tries to tell me after the fact, like I didn't even know. There'd be times where she didn't want to <laughs> tell me things or she didn't want to call me or text me. Or when I text her, she would 
delay the response because she knew what I was saying was hard. It might have been a little bit harsh, but she ultimately knew that my position mm-hmm. and where I was coming from was from a place of like um, of respect, of love, of mm-hmm. honesty. And that to me is why she'll forever be a part of my life because there's not a lot of people who understand my position. I'm loyal mm-hmm. to a fault. To a fault. There's been so many people that have shit on me. Shout gotta, out to all of y'all. you got to understand that T is one of these people. Um, I just feel like she... I've never had a, a, a relationship, a friendship with a Scorpio. Um, shout out to y'all Scorpios. Y'all are strong. And, but the thing is that if you're not evolved like T yeah, is, no. you're damaging. <laughs> um, but there are times that, for and, real, for yeah. real... That I she'll get on me and there'll be discussion like Nazi I don't feel the same and you know we'll go yep. back and forth respectfully because we're not you know we're not kids we're adults and our kids are friends like we're not little kids that is we're so ad- funny we are adults and we know mm-hmm. what we have online like her family is my family my family is her family mm-hmm. like but there are times that I swear I'd be telling Jonathan I'd be like yo T can be so fucking hard on me and then you know like she said I'll delay the response and I'll think about it I'll brainstorm on my side and I'll be like yo she was fucking right yep you know and that's the stubbornness in in the gemini that i am too and not only that it's funny and i'm happy you kind of said that but the last did not disagreement but the last mm-hmm. not heated but i don't even know how you would say like our intensity like we yeah, get we were intense when we're both passionate about something or yeah, we, we both are stuck in our last one the last one was actually about letting go expe- of an expectation yeah. mm-hmm. for a certain someone who mm-hmm. You're never going to be able to let go of this person because of the position they are mm-hmm. in your life. And, you know, but you can eliminate expectations to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the familial. Yeah. It's like there's certain people in yeah. your life who you know have issues, mm-hmm. are toxic, may have toxic traits, tendencies, all these things. But because of the position They're in your family. life. Their family and family is family at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So my stance and one thing that I'm very grateful and appreciative of my immediate family, meaning my grandmother and her children, because not all of our family runs the same way and they work the same way. We never turn our back on each other. We could talk shit about each other in the sense of, can you believe this one? Can you believe that? But my grandmother has kept such a hold mm-hmm. on the tightness and the like respect Mm -hmm. of our family because me and my mom even when we're bumping heads we talk multiple times a day Mm -hmm. my uncles even though they're a little bit more distance whenever they call we always answer that phone we're Mm -hmm. always there there's never a day that we'll turn our back on them and again we all have come to this situation we're all in this thing called life Mm-hmm. With multiple different experiences, none of our experiences are the same, but the love and respect we have for each other amounts to none. It amounts to none because we have to be there for each other. My, through all the fuck-ups, through all the headaches, through all the heartache, and we make it through. Yeah. But there's some people that are far removed that family, you know, we talking cousins what's like uncles and you know there's just some people that if their toxicity is too much let it go i have a situation i'm not going to say particularly who but you know in my in my family in puerto rico who we just recently started talking again because of the 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 circumstances that we were in Mm -hmm. um not that that anything got you know fixed or or resolved i want to say but 
like I said, I know my limits. And right. um, and what T says is, you know, sometimes just for yourself, peace, you have to mm. hold yourself in that position. Um, my mom was the anchor of this family because most of our family is in Puerto Rico. Um, and we were the ones kind of over here. And I say that because I'm the anchor now. My mom passed away right. seven years ago. And one of the things I do with the, this family that we have here is that I'm the one that's always like, let's get together, let's go to this place, come to my house, or do this, or let's check up on Alexander. Like, Pa, did you check? You know, I'm always like intertwining everybody. And even though situation might, when we know distance is gonna get in the way, that's still part of who I wanna be. But again, when it becomes toxic, and it's not worth it in the other party. It's just not trying to help or, or resolve. Guys, you got to step the fuck back. Right. It's not and it doesn't it. mean that it has to be a loss of love or anything like that. Or it's respect. Just, it's just you, you, you know value yourself. You value. Thank you. That yeah, was it. You value, you value yourself. yourself over. And, and that's the truth. And, it, and it's one of those things that, you know, and, and I'm going I'm to mention your, your solo trip. Mm-hmm. You hit you when you were purchasing the ticket. There was this huge sense of mommy guilt, and I'm like, Jenny's. Oh yeah. If you <laughs> don't stop it, because if you are not okay, your kids are never gonna be okay. Yeah. And that's the end all be all. That although, and it's funny because before, you know, like before we would even have kids, I mean, Belly would always say, you know. When we have kids, like, you know, what do you think? Like, are we going to love them? You know, are we going to be more important in the sense, like, our love? Does that come first? And we were always very aware that we have to be good, meaning us as parents mm-hmm. together need to be good because that directly affects the kids. And not that the kids come second, but we have to make sure that our union yeah. is healthy enough mm-hmm. that the kids are not being negatively affected. We're not perfect. No, there's definitely freaking things that we're going to have to be like, you know, sorry about this. This is why this happened. But I'm ready for those conversations. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of already like Jenny said, like having these conversations with our kids now like this. Our kids come at us Mm -hmm. with some deep things because we allow them to be people. We don't keep their voices confined. We don't tell them you can't do that. They ask us. We answer. And even if it's not like a completely 100 percent mature answer, like I'm not going to hit you with like the full truth at the age of five, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm going to give you some time. I'll give you a little bit enough to make you feel like you understand a little. And then we'll elaborate when you get older, but you know, there's people. And and that's really one of my reasons why I've cut off. And I'm so distant from a lot of people in my family because there's nothing good that comes out of that in the sense that we can go to a party, nothing but laughs, giggles, Mm -hmm. reminiscing and all that stuff. But behind closed doors, what's really happening? Mm -hmm. And even with that, when I sit with certain people, I feel your tension. Mm -hmm. And it be only on your end because I don't wish no ill will on anyone. So it's just like there's certain people that I know that they look at me and there's there's always something behind it. What it is, who knows, but I can just feel the tension. A lot of people kind of me and belly out. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like, how the fuck are they still together? A lot of people didn't want us together in my family. Not really his family, but... You know, in my family, there was a lot of pushback. There was a lot of people who didn't understand. And, you know, the biggest thing was he only wants you for one thing. I think every parent's favorite line. You wrong, Belly. Yes, and Belly proved. <laughs> and, and that was my favorite part, honestly, in my wedding, when my mother hopped on that mic and thanked Belly for keeping his promise. Shout out to you. That Diana. only hit. Hey, Mom. Um... That only him and her really understood mm-hmm. this promise that he made to my mom when we first got together. And he completed that. He stood by that. He's 
been and embodies mm-hmm. that day in and day out the way he supports not just me but my family my like he's a great person and you know there's certain people who whether it's that they envy that want it whatever the case is i'm not gonna because again i don't really know what people's intentions is all the time but people like that who you know don't wish you no goodwill and even with that it could and and this is i just posted this too your thoughts are things your thoughts are things and that could be coming from family you don't have to directly wish because again i'm a very spiritual person i believe in energy i believe in the universe and how everything's connected and your thoughts are powerful so even if you're not wishing me direct harm just by you thinking it that shit could actually touch me yeah but the thing is, is I'm like OD protected. Like, you know, that's just how that goes. Like, I I'm, I believe, I have faith. And I know nobody's really going to touch me that hard. My grandmother's one of my biggest spiritual supporters. I know she'll never let nothing crazy happen to me. But I still have days where I have to really protect myself. Or there's days where I just have this immense feeling mm-hmm. that somebody is trying to throw something at me. And spiritually speaking, not physically, but like spiritually speaking, there's people that I know when they look at me, I feel what they're trying to see. Mm-hmm. There's some people that don't believe that I'm who I am. And I think that that's like the bigger thing. Like there's people who look at me and think that what I say is bullshit. And my favorite line is I don't talk just to talk. Mm-hmm. I talk she through from experience. That's yes, it. my favorite <laughs> line. I tell my teens that like, mm-hmm. you know, this is one of my, because it's true. I don't speak from a place of inexperience. Whenever I speak and open my mouth to give anyone advice, it's coming from something I've went through or from mm-hmm. a similar situation where I can compare. Perfect example, my husband lost a sibling. It's as simple as that. He lost a sibling. I can't tell him, oh, babe, I understand mm-hmm. how you feel. Bullshit. You don't understand. I don't understand it. But I can say my, you know, babe, like, I got you. Mm-hmm. You need me. Talk to me. Da-da-da. You got to get it out. Get it out. But I cannot sit here and be like, yeah, when you lose a sibling, it's like the worst feeling in the world. And you got to push through. And it gets easy. No, nigga. Those eggs. Don't. Thank you. Those type of people are the most annoying. Mm-hmm. Because you're speaking on shit you, you don't, don't know. know. And I will never, and I have never pretend to be that person when I speak Mm -hmm. on things is because I've been through and I have so many people currently and in the past tense around me that doubt me but it's cool because I know who I am and I don't need other people's assurance yep and I don't need other people's assurance to be who I'm always going to be who i've always been like one thing about me is i stick to what i say and the shit is that you know don't give the pity ass acknowledgement my nigga like nope. just leave that alone and and that's one of the things that i feel like when it comes to t like very proud of her her book now she's doing this other i'm not gonna speak on it because i want her to do her own thing but she's doing this huge thing and it's just like you know she's my friend like yes i'm pr- applauding her yes i'm her number one fan like always to show see, support to always see her support. married three kids going to school like y'all don't even know that she works full time like people you just don't her commuting people you just don't understand for her to have this extra time to pull off this book and the time that she did she has an infant People, this is a, an amazing woman, and I just don't like when people are, in, like, they're not sincere. Don't give that bullshit compliment when it's not sincere. It's not coming from a good place, so don't mm-hmm. even give it. But I want to go real real quick, real back to what T was saying, that when Belly and her have to be on the same page, 
you know, shout out to the, the fathers who are single and the mothers who like me who are single. You know, we sometimes have to do things that people look at you and say, why would you do that? Why are yep. you keeping this certain person? Yep. Listen, you know, my biggest thing, my biggest goal is for my children to grow up differently than I did. And, and I live every day to make sure that my kids, I hustle. Like when I tell you my kid got an F and got a C, that is hustle that we pull together at night. And it's hours long, T knows it, mm-hmm. of homework going on, of me speaking to the teachers. Like, give me an example. Let me pull it off with him. Let me do this. You know, both, you know, whoever's single, father and mother, you know, you have to protect your children. When the other person is is a toxic person, you got to eliminate that person. Like for me, an example is um, catering to my kids and bringing this therapy, this healing to my kids. And and, and then maybe the possibility of of re-entering their lives. People, we got to do what we got to do for our kids. And I got to keep myself sane. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like T said the other day, and I felt good. She just like, kind of said it, but she didn't know how, how good it felt when she said it. She said, Jenny, I have no doubt that you're already healed, that you're already past it. Like, that shit felt, because it's been quick. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm still doing self-love. It's been self- hard. Yes. Like, it's been quick, but it's been hard. Very like hard, because yeah. I had to dig very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still doing the self-love. That That's still a journey that I'm with myself. But the healing process of my past relationship understand that that was not just his fault people mm-hmm. i had fault in everything that happened i can't say that that man did everything by himself no right. i acknowledge i accept where i went wrong and that's why i'm implementing it for my next relationship because i know where i was wrong before you even get into it exactly right? before before, before i even get into it and the self-love but you gotta be saying like she said the when you're in a union or when you're single, you got to do what's best for your kids and, your, and yourself. Yeah. If you got to remove everybody and the list gets longer and longer and people keep giving you these looks, that's fine because they ain't in your house dealing with yeah. what you have to deal with. And now I'm going to jump in because you just gave that little recap of 1080 who she is. Um, one thing about you, Janice, that I'm like super, super oldie proud of is there's a lot of people who have gone through similar things than you. To like with you mm-hmm. that you've gone through and gone about them totally different. One thing that I'm commended, like I commend you on, is that when you say something, you mean it mm-hmm. and you do it. There's a lot of people who will say, Oh, my goal is to protect my kids, my kids, my kids, my kids, my kids, but then you're allowing mm-hmm. people who are harming your children into their life. Mm-hmm. If someone does not. And I wouldn't even say, because it doesn't even necessarily have to be a parent, but if somebody doesn't respect Anybody, you yeah. as a parent, there's no way that they're going to respect your child, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, and that's the bare basic. It could be your your parent. It could be a cousin. It could be a friend. It could, doesn't Anybody. matter who it is. Anybody who doesn't respect you will never respect your children. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Janice has been able to do, like she said, eliminating people, because it's been multiple people, mm-hmm. that since this breakup has happened, she has had to completely X out of her kids' lives. She gets those hits, though. It's not like her kids don't come to her like, why can't I? Mm-hmm. Why isn't this person? Why? And there's days where Janice might call me and she's crying. Because she's like, yo, T, how do I, I feel bad. And then I, but then I have to remind her, Janice, you did it because you love them. You did it. You're strong. You did this. And that to me, Janice, I completely 110,000% commend you for that. Because there's so many women 
and people in general, but more specifically women, because I feel like our position with our children sometimes is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that there aren't fathers who have that same intuition Mm -hmm. and inkling when it comes to, but specifically speaking about the mother's position. There are some mothers who will put their own pride and wants before their children. And that's where we fucking end up with these generational traumas that don't seem to make it anywhere. Like, you know, you can't be like, oh, I don't understand why I got into an unhealthy relationship or a relationship that's where, let's just say mental abuse. Mm -hmm. This person's mentally abusing me. There's a reason you gravitated towards that person. The energy you put out brought you to that. What you were seeking and what you looked for and thought you found in this person just reifies mm-hmm. or re what is it reinstates kind of like mm-hmm. that position or what it is that you've went through without even realizing it. People, your trauma is real. Like deal with your shit. You keep finding yourself into relationships where people just use you or people disrespect you or people play you or they're not honest whatever the issue is whatever negative things keep surrounding you deal with the root of the problem and i can't express that enough that that's my biggest thing but Janice, you are one of the strongest women i think i've ever met because even when the going gets tough you still get your and again it's not like you don't cry Mm -hmm. you don't get mad about it you deal with your emotions Mm -hmm. no matter how they come out how powerful how strong but you always remain strong and firm in the knowledge and in the love of your children you know that every decision you make right now directly affects your kids in the way they're gonna grow up Mm -hmm. and the way they're gonna view women and the way that they're gonna be in relationships in the future um so i commend you my hat goes off to you johnny's 100 percent, and all the mothers and all the fathers Mm -hmm. um that are out there that have been able to put their children's needs before their own because you know you can't try to say oh i can make it work i could do this i could do that wrong is wrong right is right Mm -hmm. and if somebody is not respecting you or loving you especially in front of the company of your children and your children are seeing it and you choose to stay Mm -hmm. that is a big reflection on who you are as a person and not to try to guilt nobody and make nobody feel bad about it it's just you have to deal with these things people because then when your kid grows up and they resent you or you see them into relationships they become exactly they begin repeating the same patterns that you showed and then you try to tell them something they don't respect you it's it's a non-ending cycle like Mm -hmm. believe and follow your heart man like i tell you if you are in tune with energy and just you know knowing who's good and what's good and you gotta start listening to yourselves but especially when you become a parent there's nothing else more important than becoming a parent or being a parent there's nothing Mm -hmm. more important um so to hop off of that one and just kind of finish off let's talk about the toxic relationships at work this will be a quick one but Mm -hmm. um i don't know you want to start with this one um I don't really, yeah. at work, there's, there's certain things, like I tell T, I know who's who, I know where I, I keep people, where I need people to be kept at work, I'm just that, that selective when it comes to that, um, I don't, I don't kiss ass, I don't have to kiss ass, like my yep. boss always tells me, um, Jenny's your face, like, it's funny, because when we have conversations, and she tells me certain things, and she's like, oh yeah, you're getting this amount of raise, I don't have to speak. My face does it for me. I just, I was blessed with this gift. 
That's stupid. Um, and it's funny because every time, you know, we have a conversation, you know, my boss is quick to pick up my face. Like, I really, I don't know, my face is, I don't have to speak. My face is just brutal. Yeah. Um, but I just don't like, the only problem I've had at work is just people thinking who are not as superior as they think they are, but superior to me and making it that that much like a difference when it comes to communicating, I will make you feel what I have to make you feel in order for you to stop that shit. That's not, yeah. I think that, but I don't have a toxic, I know the environment. There are people in my, in my work that are toxic and I know when to remove from that. Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, people do have their own baggage, but there's particular people who, who are very toxic at work and it's just like, nope, I'm gonna remove myself. And T knows it, I'm a close, I like, I do certain things that I'm like, no, 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 my space is my space. Um, I am very intuitive. I'm very spiritual like um, T, but I have a gift and believe it or not, I can feel toxic, toxicity and it affects me. And in the, in the in the form of what? Because I think that that's also important to touch in the, on. In the form of, well, I feel like... Anxiety. Yes. In, like anxiety. that is people with anxiety, just to kind of jump off of that. Like, sorry about that, Jenny. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off. But anxiety all the time isn't it's a energy. negative thing. Some mm-hmm. people who have anxiety... It's a good thing. It is a gift. Like, when you have anxiety, anxiety is basically your body totally. physically responding to bad energy. energy or something that is unsteady and unstable. If you go into a certain situation and you're always around someone, or when you go to somebody's house, you kind of get this feeling and you feel off. It that is, is your body telling mm-hmm. you that your energy or the energy you are providing yourself or surrounding yourself with is unsteady, unsafe, and you should shouldn't be there anxiety because again janice is very right like there's certain people that she'll just get very anxious around and those people end up being those types of people Mm -hmm. so it's just you know i just wanted to highlight that because that i think was through you i really understood Mm -hmm. that because i've never really struggled i've yeah i've never Mm under struggled with anxiety but through your journey i've been able to see that it really is just a gift it's just you have to pay attention um it's it wasn't at first i didn't know it was anxiety Mm -hmm. um I thought it was like something, you know, medically wrong. medically wrong with me. Um, but through through the process of this this relationship, um, there are times when it when it hypes up, and I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I'm like, okay, this is where it's coming from. And in my relationship, at the very end, guess what I had? Mm-hmm. I had anxiety to the point where I was blacking out. People, it is fainting it, i was dizzy. fainting dizzy mm-hmm. i would have these emotional cryouts you know it's it's just it it's got a, real it, yeah it's, it got real but at work the way i deal with it once i feel it like i feel it at work i feel it i feel it when i go to my family's house like if your energy is off i'm gonna touch on it mm-hmm. um that's why i gravitate to people who make me feel good yeah. um because when i get this feeling guys it's not a good feeling you you physically i become ill and it's not i literally have to walk outside and take a breath right. to catch myself the moment i'm back in it i feel it yeah. again um but the way I, I deal with it at work i just remove myself from the person i know is causing that right and it could be just one day but it could be like i know certain people at work i'm like that i'm not yeah. i'm not i can't gravitate to them today i think work is actually the easiest form of toxic to deal with because one thing I've learned throughout the time, one thing my mom loves to say to me, my mother and my godmother, two very supportive people in my life, um, 
no job is loyal to you. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That is their favorite line to tell me. Like, because mm-hmm. me, again, how loyal I am. There's times where I've hit walls and I'm just like, yo, it's not working for me. And many jobs. Mm-hmm. This isn't working for me. But damn, like, what are they going to do if I leave? There's not going to be nobody to take over this. Da, 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 da. And my mom just like, no job is loyal to you. Mm-hmm. Don't be loyal or that dedicated to the point that you're sacrificing your peace mm-hmm. for any job. With work, if it gets too toxic, because there are sexual harassment, mm-hmm. there might be um, discrimination, like that type of issues, those types of issues, remove yourself. Find another job. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not instantly, I'm not saying quit your job and go broke and have to move back <laughs> into your parents' house because, you know, you just out here moving on a limb. But start to put things into into place, right? It. Be very calculated. If that's the thing, just kind of zip up, tidy up, don't respond, don't react, mm-hmm. keep yourself controlled, and make your moves behind the scenes so when it's time for you to be out and that better opportunity comes, you mm-hmm. step out and you go with it. Now, me, how I deal with toxic in, you know, in the workplace is very much so like Janice. It's more I remove myself because, again, like she said, I'm very social. I'm very friendly. I can sit and talk with anybody um, about anything. But this, I've had to hone that because not everybody's intentions are as good as mine. And, you know, in the workplace, it's one of those things where, you know, you just respect everybody. My thing is just at the end of the day, no matter how toxic you are to me, um, or how I feel like you're treating me, I'm always going 